Here we go. One, two, three. Ah, uh, Ken, that's the music that made Vladimir Putin so discombobulated that he attacked Ukraine so the noise of the bombs would drown out the shit. Very <laughs> current. Oh, yeah. Finger on the pulse. <laughs> well done. Hurry up. Hurry up. Quick, quick, quick. Hurry up. What's wrong, buddy? Less, less talking, more walking. <laughs> Where are you two? I know you're walking. Where are you? We are dropping pamphlets for what one, Punjab? <laughs> he's making me do it. He's, <laughs> he's making me do it. So we're both walking along the street with headsets on because I couldn't get to your studio because today is pamphlet drop day. He's worked it out strategically that if he drops the pamphlets before the election is even announced, yes. he gets a finger, a foot in the door. It's, a foot, it's all about the foot in the door. I, I read this on getting elected for dummies. <laughs> Fantastic. I bought him that. <laughs> Do you want me to play your theme while you're going around? Yeah, why not? Right, We've been we playing it from the roof of my Rambler station wagon. Oh, here we go. Here we go. It's a classic. I'll give you that. Thank you. Oh, I stopped it halfway. Hang on. Start again. My fingers. Okay. Here we go. Forget those idiots. Okay. He's the best. He even passed the COVID yes. test. Punny on the left, oh, yes. Punny on the right. He's the one yes. who will knock it out of sight. I am getting a bit sick of it. Have we got a different one? <laughs> no. Have you got something like it's time, it's time, you know, like Goff Whitlam's one? No, only you That's and good. I know what you're talking about there. Hurry up. Um, up. Punjab. Oh. Punjab. Yep. I'm glad I got yep. you. What do you want? Uh, well, put it in number 14. Number, we've been, don't put it in 16. We, Wait a minute, Ken. Hold, hold the phone there, Bucker. Put it in, don't put it in 16. That guy don't like me. No. Mate, nobody likes you. Don't say that. That's very mean. Okay. You like me? I like yes, you. Yes, all right. I, I like you, Puni. I do. You, you do? No, I'm just... You said you like me. <laughs> you like me. Oh, you know who else yeah. misses you? Stampy! Oh, Stampy. Oh, and the dogs Why are aren't you out here on the hustings, um, spreading the joy? Well, look, the dogs are barking because I heard Stampy. They're running out to see him. The yes, reason why Stampy. I'm not there, yeah. um, crystal clear, because uh, my computer crashed. The studio computer, and I got you to fix it. And for three weeks, we've been waiting. You've come up with different configurations. Yeah. Okay, what I did was just to, just to bring you up to speed. Yes. I smacked it on the side. That didn't work. No. So I smacked it on the other side. Right. And guess what? What? Didn't work. No. I smacked it on the top. Yes. And then it smacked me, and then I kicked it in the nuts, and then I realized I was actually hitting your neighbor, which is why I'm here. Okay. Well, you've, you've done a job. I won't – look, it's working. We Obviously, it's working because we're on, on air. I but, can hear it. Uh, yeah, but that, that's the trouble. We've got the – I'm talking from you. You'll put things in boxes. Shut up. No, the trouble is you've used dial-up internet, Punjab. We don't do that here. 32 BPMs, baby. No, we, we have Ethernet here. Ethernet. Ethernet. We've talked about this. We don't need dial-up off an you know, old my, telephone cord. We should do an Ethernet hunt. <laughs> no. You could it's, hide the ether, Ethernets everywhere. It's not Easter could... eggs. It's Ethernet. Oh, you know what I did? Yes. 
I wanted to get a tattoo because it's very street, and we're going to be street here, you know. Street. Yes, of course. So I um, I got a tattoo. Yes. But I I got the guy. Yes. To tattoo twelve Easter eggs on my body, but to make it interesting, I'm going to hide them. Oh. Okay. So you have to find them. That's right. That's a joke. Hey. I like it. I like it. It's Bakun. good. <laughs> See, still funny. Uh, I'm playing a little bit of Indian music behind you. All yes, right. I know, but I'm not Indian. I just want to point that out. Oh, yes, but I haven't got Pakistani. Well, it might like be Pakistani Indian. music. Is it? Is this Pakistani yeah, music? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's got a sitar. What more do you want? It's a totapa. It is. Now, um, there's a few things to, to uh, mention today. Good, Ken. That's why we're here. Yes. Number one what? is... Um, uh, the sad passing of our, our well, I, probably your friend, not my friend. I've worked for him, Shane mm. Warne. Yes, uh, I've worked for him too. I've never met him really. I met him very briefly, but yes, I must like be the only person in Australia who doesn't have a picture on Facebook with their fucking arm around him. Of course, of course. I'm getting no. a little bit sick of that. I was going to put that up on, on my page saying if anyone doesn't have a picture of their arm around Shane Warne, could they put that up? Yes. Well, actually, I'll put that up. I'll put a picture of me just standing there with no one next to me. Um, I would deeply appreciate that because yes. I'm sick of people trading off the fame of others who are past. That's correct. That's correct. Well, hang on. I'll just put up my Bert Newton photo with us, nevertheless. Um, now, listen, here's uh, yes. some questions. People, mm -hmm. are, this is, I don't know who asked this. I don't know either. Uh, doesn't say. Just says, here's a... Here's a Here's a deeper one. Uh, Did you say must... Whitney Houston? No, no. Okay. <laughs> Why is a person like Marty who plays a piano called a penist, hmm. but a person who drives a race car is not called a racist? These are the deep You know, questions. we have to discourage these sort of questions because they're just a <laughs> forum for shit-ass things that they found in Christmas crackers. Yes. Yes, if you're listening, please just ask us questions. We don't need real jokes. questions. Yes, questions that are actually real questions. Like, what's a question you'd like to get? Well, I, I um, you know, something is the speed of light the fastest the fastest possible light. Is the speed of a hurricane the maximum on Earth three hundred and fifty miles per hour? You well, know, these I was sort thinking of more. How do you get tomato out of a shirt? But all right, fair enough. Yeah, that's good too. Do you know that? That's good too. Can yeah, I do. That? All right, good. Yes, I do. All right. You hit it with the hammer on the side. <laughs> this, is, this is Punjab way, isn't it? That's the Punjab way. With a rock in those days. On the river. Yeah, that's it. The funny thing is the rivers in Bangladesh are actually dirtier than the shirt. <laughs> that's a very good point. Cleaning them probably doesn't help at all. Mm. Um, now, Tommy Cooper. We've had someone ask me about Tommy Cooper, actually. Fez me up. You know, do you, no, not a lot of people would know Tommy Cooper these days, but Tommy Cooper was the comedian that wore a fez, was a magician, yes. did a pretty... Comedy magician. Yes. What we called yes. a cod magician insofar as he meant to get things wrong. Yes. Uh, and thereby glean great laughter and humorous, humorousness out of it. Yeah. Well, he died on stage. He was He's, he's uh, famously... Who hasn't? <laughs> That's right. But he physically died. And uh, he fell down and they dragged him behind the curtain mm. and everyone started laughing and thought it was a, the, 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 you know, another joke. But yes. He, he actually had a heart attack. Yes. Now, he's, and... he's a funny guy because um, I don't know if I told you this, but he's, he used to get to the gig um, 
with about five minutes to spare and he hadn't changed into his outfit or anything. And the, the promoter would be going mad at him and he'd go, no, 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 it's all right. And he used to get his son to poke the curtain with a stick. Mm. And from the front, it looked like it was him and he threw a mic, was going, oh, no, no, oh, yeah. And, hmm. and he could milk that for 10, 15 minutes while he got dressed, had a cigarette, had a drink, probably put a bed on. But I, did, but I, heard, I read this funny thing the other day. This is why I brought him up. He, um, he got out of a taxi, reached over and put something in the driver's pocket and said, have a drink on me. Hmm. And the driver drove around, looked, drove away looking very pleased, reached into his pocket and pulled out a tea bag. Hey? Uh, that's good that's good uh, that's good a similar thing happened with Bob Hope Bob Hope um, was notoriously very tight with his money and yes he, he was had, yeah and he had this kid comedian look after him for a week when he came to I don't know what town and um, the comedian had to drive him around and make sure he had his you know drinks and his clothes laid out and everything basically a butler for a week and hmm. at the end Bob Hope said to him I, you thought I'd get you didn't I didn't you? And I gave him a $10 note. And um, the comedian said, as he walked away, well, there, there he is. He's a cheapskate, isn't he? But when he opened up the $10 note, there was two $100 notes in it. And later on, Bob Hope rang him and said, I got you, didn't I? You thought I was going to be cheap. So there you go. There's a couple of observations of comedy from me. It's very windy there. What? Are you, where are you? In a wind tunnel? No, there's no wind. You should hear it from here. Can you oh, that's hear wind better. now? That's better. That's better. There's no wind. Where'd you go? I didn't go anywhere. I'm standing on the street. Where were I'm you before? I'm putting things in leather boxes. Give me, shut up. No talking anymore. Is, that, is that what it was? I told you I had to do this. <laughs> I told you I had to do this. And this is what this gets priority over your idiotic campaign, you megalomaniac. <laughs> you're, you're a bicycling ahead. What? Good comeback. Yeah, yeah nice. Good repartee, imbecile. <laughs> you in in bicycle. <laughs> it's getting worse. You can't talk to him. No. Uh, listen, guess who we're doing today? Gina Lola Brigida. No, think of you, what you've been trying to get me to do for months. Uh, rehab? <laughs> <laughs> That's noisy again. What are you doing? Nothing. Oh, you're jumping around or doing something. All right. No jumping. Here we go. Ready? Oh, all right. Who is it? Joe Jackson. Oh, I like Joe Jackson. Oh, you love Joe Jackson. Yeah. I think we've on four, four or five different occasions, you've said, why haven't we doing Joe Jackson? Why haven't we doing Joe Jackson is exactly what I said, Ken. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, so now this is going to shock you. How many records do you think he's sold? Personally? No. What? Just what? worldwide. Hmm. Um, he was around when people were sell buying records. Oh, that's true. So, um, 60 million? Now, you're going to be shocked, Marty. I hope really? you're sitting down. Okay. 3 million. That's bullshit. <laughs> I beg your pardon. I'm <laughs> sorry. That's, Don't that's you bullshit. dare ever question my... Research. Oh, yeah. oh, is that right, <laughs> Kenneth? Is that right? Dude. Okay. Uh, Three million seems ridiculous. Uh, I think so too. I'll have another look. I'll have another look. Lionel Driftwood and the Pile Drivers have sold more than three million. <laughs> All right, let me have another look. 
No, it doesn't. Doesn't look. I will tell you this much. Yes. It does, he's not. He's not big on putting things on the internet. The only thing I could find was this thing that said he has sold three million worldwide. That was it. But he did change record companies a lot, so maybe that was just through one record company. No, it's not. It's not. I would have thought that too, but he didn't have very many big hits around the world. He had them mainly in Australia and the Netherlands and occasionally the UK and once in the US. He had one hit hmm. record in the US. Because um, they actually have all the album sales up on this chart. And it's saying things like Night and Day, great album, we love it, yep. 900,000. No. I'm telling you, that's what it's saying. No. I'm telling you, that's it. No, you're fiddling with my sticks. <laughs> All right, hang on, hang on. No, no, that's what it's saying. It's saying, no. I, I think so too, because... what? Well, um. Well, in in Canada, I'm the man went platinum. Look mm. sharp went platinum. Night and day went platinum. Mm. Um, that's a hundred. That's a hundred thousand. What a great album, Big World was. Big World went gold in the Netherlands. Okay. Uh, Place but, was right. Then they sort of all fell off a bit. Then. Yeah. See, a lot of them, like um, the United Kingdom. This is unbelievable. But look sharp only did five hundred. No, no, it only did sixty thousand in the UK, but in America it did five hundred thousand. That that seems crazy. To I me. know, but he he was bigger in Australia than just about anywhere, so perhaps we're swayed by that. Yeah, perhaps we are. Yeah, but anyhow, that's that's what they're saying. I I don't know how true that is. That to me seems very low too. I agree, but um, something like different for girls mm. was was. A big hit in Ireland and the UK, but... Um, Did he sell more singles than albums? Yes, that may be it. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's Because it. Different for Girls was a single. Um, uh, Is she really going ste- up? Stepping Out. Stepping Out. Big song. Yeah. A top big 10 hit. Big song. Big song. Yeah. Um, of course... Look Sharp was a, was a single um, issue, really, obviously. 19 Forever was a great song. And um, that, that the was the other one that was a hit in Australia um, was the one about gay people. Re- Real Men. Yes. Do you know the words in that have the words faggot in it? Do you know that? Did you? I'm allowed I, to don't s- even, I don't even know what he said, and I don't speak English. I'm allowed to say it because it's, in the, it's on the what gay website. Faggot. Yes, but back it was written back a long, long, long time ago when different different parameters ensued. Ken yeah, could say things. But but he's gay. Did you know that? He's bi. He, he does bi. Yes, <laughs> he does bi. He's bi. He was he was married. So I'll give you that. But um, I think lean, leaning on the more gay side these days. Nothing um, wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with it. But he's um. A, a big, uh, a, a big hero to the gay folk. They love him. They love him. He wears a cape. They, they can't get enough of him. No. Apparently. Now, did you know that he was a very good um, violinist? 
No, he's a wonderful pianist. He's a great pianist. He's a jazz pianist, apparently. Yeah, very, very good songwriter. Very technical songwriter. Great chords. Yes. Never never an easy chord. Beautiful arranger, too. If you've listened to songs like The Verdict and stuff like that off the album Body and Soul, yes, which was um, interesting story about Body and Soul. There was a big orchestra, like a big full band behind him. Mm-hmm. And they wanted a live feel, but not a live audience yes. sound. So they recorded it twice in front of two audiences who were told not to make a sound. And they didn't stop through the whole thing. So it's a bit like seeing the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. They played song after song. Nobody clapped. Yes. And they went right through from the beginning to the end of the album. Yeah. And and then they did it again with another audience, like at, at night time. No. And then they went into the studio and just added a few sprinkles of stardust and that was how they recorded that album no applause at the end not a sausage wow it sounds like my Nothing. gigs i wasn't going to say that ken because i <laughs> i have such respect for your resilience um that's very interesting very very interesting he um <sighs> he he played he, he attended the royal academy of music stop putting two in each letterbox you're not fooling anybody <laughs> Watch he yeah. doesn't dump him in the uh, the whole packet. You caught me. The yeah, dumpster. <laughs> put him in the dumpster, the whole lot. That's how we used to deliver the paper. Yes, I know that. Yes, yes. 400 houses or two dumpsters. <laughs> yes. Did you have a, you had a paper route, didn't you? My word, I did. Oh, yeah, you used to get up very early. And you had to practice yep. piano. Yes, I had to practice piano. No, I used to sell papers at night oh. on, a, on a corner. Oh, Read all about uh, you it. Know, like, yeah, that, exactly. And cars used to pull up. And back in those days, in the early 70s, and an 11-year-old boy, yeah. every second dude had their cock out. Um, <laughs> oh, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. That's great. I saw more wangs than a Hong Kong tour guide. <laughs> uh, it's amazing you're here to tell that tale, really. Well, when, uh, when... you know, you... You know, yeah, jump in the car is um, not only a Ted Morris. No, no, you never got in the car. They used to, you know, you either opened the window or they, back in those days, there wasn't the power window thing. So you always really had to open the door. And there was Captain Abbey. And sometimes, you know, they used to queue up. They, Did, they would actually queue behind really? each other, the, the cars, to stop and get a paper. Yeah. What corner the was Herald, this? Where were you? The, the corner of Page Street and Kerford Road, Old Park. Oh, yeah. That's where the you know, that's where the tram was, is it? Not the tram, the restaurant. No, no, no tram. No, circa 1972, 1973. Uh, just just a normal street corner. There were a number of what we used to call stands on, around the suburbs. So there were about seven of us on seven different stands, and we'd get back to the news agency at about quarter past six and count up. Yeah. And then they'd work out how much we had we owed from the papers that we'd gotten rid of. And um, whatever was left over were your tips. And oh. we'd go to the tap and clean the spoof off them and put them in our pockets. <laughs> I... <laughs> no, I'm down the other end. I'm at the Beaconsfield end, Beaconsfield Road Parade. Beaconsfield Parade. Yes, yeah. I worked on the corner of Beaconsfield Parade and Withers Street for oh. quite a while. But that was a bad corner because the skinheads used to come along and the sharpies and, and oh. they'd smack you in the head and take your money. And you, probably your newspapers too, would they? And Mr. McCulloch, he didn't care. He, he didn't want to hear your sob stories. <laughs> That's the news agent, was it? Tell it to the judge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heartless swine. I've been chased down the down the road at night by packs of skinheads. They just... 
Thank God for those weird shoes they used to wear. Or they they would have caught me. Yeah. Well, I, they they used to go to uh, the local dance in Coburg. And as I was walking down my street in Brunswick, you couldn't see them, but you could hear them. And then all of a sudden, uh, up from the, the bottom of the street would come like, you know, a hundred skinheads. Uh, mm. And I'd be with Michael usually uh, carrying our guitars. Straight, in, straight into the hedge, we would jump. <laughs> straight in the hedge and hide behind the edge till they passed. Hoping they didn't want to have a pee. That's no. tr- That's true. Oh, yeah. They'd get you. Like oh, they get you. Yeah, they do. I made the mistake of toying with one who was on the tram and he was, in inverted commas, after me. Remember when someone was after him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was after me, this bloke, and he was six foot five, had the the IQ hmm. of, um, you know, like a hemorrhoid. And, yes. and he'd been looking for me and he gets on the tram and I said, oh, shit, this is bad. Then I realized he had these massive platform shoes on. Oh, yeah. So he said, as soon as you get off this tram, like for some reason, the five foot two Irish woman who was the conductor was going to protect me somehow. Yeah. Um, you're going to get it. And we got off the tram and I realized that I could dance rings around him as far as mobility goes. <laughs> yes. And he said, if I wasn't wearing these shoes, I would kick your effing head in. That's what he said. I said, well, come and get me. He he, he didn't said, swear. You're telling me at this stage of, of, of the podcast, you're not going to swear what he said. You're gonna... No, he, sa- he said effing. He, he was said all man at skinhead, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was a Christian. He um, became a banker, that guy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll kick your f***ing head in, he said. Yeah. And I said, well, come and get me. He said, I'm wearing these shoes. To which I could have said, all right, then fair enough. I'll see you next time. Yeah. I decided to come back because I had a mouth on me. Yes. Well, what good are you? My mum can run in heels. <gasps> well, he did catch me eventually, about three <laughs> weeks later, and caused my face to be very sore and discoloured for yes. some time. Wow. Yeah. They didn't They didn't but, give up in those days. Well, I suppose they still don't. They probably just kill you now. But in those days, they were against, they were after you. They were after you, weren't they? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and like that, I saw a bloke getting a kicking on the ground. I said... What are you doing now? He's, he's on the ground. He said, what do you think I got him on the ground for? <laughs> they could, you know, they worked yeah, it out. That's right, yes. We had the skinheads, the sharpies, the serfs. Yeah. Oh, dreadful people they were. I, I had uh, our our villain, our school villain was called Peter Fusca. Fusca? Fusca. Nasty guy. Nasty guy. Okay. And, and we were, we're at the um, at the, at the school... Um, swim, swim meet, or whatever it was. Oh called. yeah, they used to help holding that puddle outside the school. Yeah. yeah, no, no, this one was at the Brunswick Bars. But Peter Fusca, he he didn't. He was sitting down with his cronies, just not looking. Well, they were trying to look cool. They were they were going to do no swimming, that's for sure. And I was mm. walked past, and he spat at me. Uh. So I smiled at him, thinking. Be nice to the nasty man. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yes. And they followed me into the um, dressing room uh. and started bashing me up. And the teacher was down the other end changing. i never forget right. that. Peter Fusco, if you're listening, mm. you, you scarred me for life. And then another time I was down at the green. You know that story? It needs a better ending. No, I haven't finished. They were down at the okay. green, right? Down at the green mm. where, where everyone used to play football or have a fight. And Peter yeah. Fusco and Philip Smart saw me and started mm. kicking into me again mm. and the police came and got him, mm. took him away and by this stage I'm running home 
Yes. And they chased me. I remember I heard the policeman say, down the cop shop for you. And I thought that was, wow, what's that mean, cop shop? That's fantastic. Mm. I remember thinking that as I was limping home. And uh, yes. they chased me again. And I thought, oh, here we go again. And they said, please don't tell your mum because we're going to get into trouble. And so I didn't. Oh. But I didn't. How old, how old was Peter? Peter Fusker? Yes. Oh, he was probably 15, 14, 15. And how old were you? I was probably about 10 or 11. Oh, that's ridiculous. I, I got a bash him twice. Twice off Peter Puska. Peter but that's crazy. Yeah. He's, he, I think he's, he's probably scared of anyone his own size. He's That's right. He's probably in jail now or dead. So, you know, good luck to him. Well, the one who was my major bully problem, mm. he finished up throwing a girl off the... Um, off the cliffs. So what? at least my guy was the real deal. Yeah. He went on he to He wasn't a, a muck around. No, no, he's nuts. Absolutely nuts. He threw her off a cliff. Yep. It's like a Metallica story. Mm. Did, did, he, did he know her? Uh, they, they, he and his, he had cronies. Yes. They might have the same cronies. No, it could have been. rent a crony. Yeah, could have been. I'm not so, laughing because he killed her. I think that's terrible. But no, it's shocking. That the and, and he the did rape. time. He did serious time for it. And oh. I knew I knew all the coppers in the area. Yeah. Um, and when he became a problem, I said to one of the police who was a sergeant at Port Melbourne at the time. They had a police station in Port Melbourne. I said, "This bloke, I won't say his name. Yeah. You know, is he is he on your radar?" And he said, "You know, some kids do bad things." Very, very rarely do you see a bad kid. This is a bad kid. Oh, really? Yeah. This is a bad kid. Keep out of his way. I said, we're a bit bloody late now. Thank you very much. I'm on his shit list, and I haven't been for a couple yeah. of years. So He's sizing so he you punched up. Me, for... Punched me in the face at St. Moritz ice skating. Oh. Now, here's how lovely and what a beautiful. You're not beautiful. You're stupid, and you don't put enough pamphlets in. Put pamphlets in. I'm putting them in. Stop bossing me around. You're not my boss. You're not my boss. I am your boss. All right, you're my boss. Yes. I don't know how I got in the shit end of this arrangement. Yes. Anyway, yes. keep quiet, Pony. I'm speaking. So I'm down at St. Moritz and a beautiful, sweet, lovely boy. And then I noticed that this fellow and his cronies yes. were sitting on the seat on the other side of the wall of the ice skating ring. I... So not skating, but watching. Yeah, yeah. And... He calls me over, like he gesticulates, come over, and I thought, oh, this must be where he's decided the error of his ways and wants to be my friend forever. Yeah. Right. And I I foolishly skated over. Now, keep in mind. Skated I over. No, yeah. I, I, I was no Sonia Henny, okay? So yes. I was a bit wobbly to start with. And I skated over to him. Could you hear them you saying know, this is going to be easy? I, I see this in reflection. Yes. If I had my time again, I probably would have re rethought. Yeah. You know, and I skated over to him and did a little arabesque and spin and a, a yeah. small axle yes. and got scored, beautifully scored by the Russian judge. Anyway, when I arrived to him, he said, I just want to tell you something. And I thought, this is it. This is where he, his emotions pour out and he explains yes. to me that he was abused as a child. Yes. And, you know, he really needs a friend. And, and he apologized. Yes. And before I knew it, yes. his fist was flying at my face. Ah. And he hit me between the nose and the mouth, which oh. is a really sore part to Ooh, get hit. Yeah. What actually occurred was the thrust of the blow was so extreme. Yes. It caused my top of my body to go behind me. <laughs> Yes. And the 
the bottom part of my body, being my legs, to go in front of me. Yes. And they shot up, <laughs> shot up in the air, and I somehow landed on my head on the ice, <laughs> which actually probably did a little bit more damage than I'm willing to admit these yes. days. Yes. You know, probably affected my memory. Oh, did I ever tell you about the time at the ice skating with this guy? So what I did was yes. I was in, I really was, must've been in a state of shock because it really did catch me by surprise. I don't know how he did it, but so I skated to the other side of the ice, knowing it would take him in his ridiculous clod hopping shoes yeah. quite some time Again. to get around the yes. wooden floor. Yes. yes. Still wearing the same wardrobe. I mean, yes. please. Yes. Um, and he starts to move around. Because it it felt to me like he wished to strike me again. Yeah. The, the man the man was a glutton for giving out punishment. Yes. <laughs> so I then saw three very tough looking bikey dudes. Good. R- right near one of the holes in the wall where you go out, you know, where yeah, you sort yeah, of, yeah. you're yeah. very graceful on the ice and then suddenly you look like Steady Eddie yeah. walking on ice skates yeah. on the rubber floor. So I went through that and walked up to those three guys and I asked them the time. Good. And he thought they were with me. Ah, and then I looked and I said, because that clock up there doesn't work. I'm pointing at the clock that measures people's time around the ice. <laughs> it's a fucking one minute, 60 second clock. Yes. Right. Doesn't even have like normal hands on it. Yes. So they've all thought, oh, this poor boy's had head injury. Which you had, did they know? Yeah. Which I had. Yeah. My head, my head was throbbing like John Holmes's knob. Yes. And I, I was in a bad way. But Barry, oh, I dropped his name. He foolishly fell into my clever ploy, and realized and thought that I was with my cronies. Ah. I have cronies. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't have the crony. No, I have no crony. You don't crony. No cronies. I'm cronyless. Yes. And, but he, 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 it was of the mindset that perhaps I had cronies or that I had paid Egyptian hitmen or something to surround me or Clint Eastwood to run beside my car. Yeah. Ah. And, and he, he walked back to his position and I took my skates off and returned them to the Greek fellow behind the counter, got my shoes and and ran all the way to the tram around in Fitzroy Street from St. Moritz to get away. And then by the time I, I never saw him again in person after that. Yes. But it, but at that point, he was a lot bigger than me and yet a year younger than me. He was very, very, very big boy for his age, like yeah. six footer at 12. Yeah. Dribbled all the time. Oh. Um, but he finished up going into prison and, and um, yeah, it was it was a very a very horrible part of my life. But by the time I would have been big and ugly enough to look after myself with him, he'd completely disappeared off my radar. He was, he'd actually gone to jail. By the time I was playing rugby and beefed up and was psycho enough to have a crack back at him, he was no longer around. Apparently now he lives in central Victoria, but there's still people looking for him, uh, saying he did this and he did that in his uh, youth and he didn't do enough time for this crime and that crime. Yeah. He keeps a very, very low profile now. Yeah. um, Isn't it horrible that we, and I'm assuming a lot of young boys spend their life, early life in panic because of these morons. I remember being in fear most of the time when I wasn't up the tree. Mm. Because you love the tree. Yeah. It kept me safe. 
Because yeah, I, I, I could watch from up there. I could see these guys I holding bars around people's necks and emptying them upside down for their, their lunch money and stuff or just taking their twisties off them or whatever, you know? You yeah, see, I, what, I, what I know now, though, is if I simply had mentioned it to my father, half yes. his friends were gangsters. Yeah. See, and they would have just wiped him off the, the face of the earth. That's what you should have done. I should have, but I didn't realize because they were just dudes to me. It was like Uncle Lloyd and Uncle Sid and Uncle, you know. Uncle but these, these cats, nah, he was, he was younger. He was, yeah, he, was um, young. he was younger. He was learning. Yeah, he was skilled. But uh, he, um, I've told you that story, I think, how he gave Dad a gun to look after and it was the gun that shot a bloke. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yes. yeah. So it's all that. Listen to the Andrew Rule podcast, Life and Crimes, and you'll hear all of that. Yes, but yeah, I, I, if I could have really helped myself out there just by simply mentioning it, but you don't, because you don't want to be seen as weak. But sometimes, you know, discretion is the better part of valor, and you've got to realise that, you know, it's a bit like Ukraine and Russia, isn't it? You know, Ukraine's fighting a good game, but at the end of the day, the other mob's four times bigger than it. They're the bullies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other fear for me is that they were going to come after me if I. Them Bad in. one, Bunjab. Bad one. Bad one, Bunjab. Ha ha. Ha ha. Are you going? Is he going from door to door now? Oh, uh, you should have seen it yesterday. We went to the St Kilda Festival, and do you know what he was doing? What? Kissing hands and shaking babies. <laughs> we got in a lot of trouble. I bet. I bet. <laughs> I tried to tell him that's not what you do. No. It's incredible. You could have drawn me a diagram or something. That was not worth the trouble. <laughs> now, guess what? We're, we're over halfway. Yeah. And I'm going to bring up an old friend. Here he goes. Listen to this. The brain game. That's oh, right. I'm the brain game. I brought the brain game back. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I've got so many choices now. I thought I might alternate them. And also, Punjab... Yeah. Has lost the other themes, so oh, I yeah. didn't lose them. I know where they are. Where? On the floor. <laughs> yes. What on a hard drive somewhere that you've broken by trying to fix? No. Mm. Just on the floor. All right. Well, I can't find them. So the only one I found is the brain grain. So okay. if I remember rightly, I give you three um, facts. And Marty, you have to tell me which one is wrong. Yes, yes, that's true. All right. You ready? Yes, sir. The Super Soaker was designed and invented by science fiction author Isaac Anamoff. All right. <laughs> okay. Number two. What's the Super Soaker, by the way? I don't remember the big Super Sucker. Sucker, Super Soaker. Do you remember the old Super Sucker? The Super, the super Sucker. Super, I love that girl. Super Soaker. Well, the big, um, you know, you pump them and then they sprayed out huge guts. Oh, the big water pistol thing. Yeah, yeah, but they were like a gun, you know, or like a big uh, machine gun. Sort now, of do I just tell you which one's right or which one's wrong? Yes. No, 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 no. You just have to pick the one that's wrong. Wrong. Yes. Okay. Go for it. So that's the first one. Number two. Lovely. Got it. Rubber bands last longer when refrigerated. Okay. And number three. Yes, Ken. Flamingos can only eat with their heads upside down. The first one is wrong. The super soaker. 
Simsaka. Correct. You are right. And you know why Thank you're you. right? The Super why? Soaker was designed and invented by a NASA engineer. Uh-huh. How about that? So there you how go. How about what that? Is, now, oh, you know what we have to do? How are, how are you going to do Murray when you're walking? Is he there with you or you got access? Well, you've, or... you've sort of, you've made it a bit hard for a bloke there. You've sort of skipped over the Murray. No, I know because I'm all mixed up. Because oh, Punjab's yeah? got all the numbers wrong and I'm trying to, I'm just trying to carry on, mate. All right, all right. Now, they're not carrying anything. I'm, you know, I'm with you. I'm with you all the way, big fella. All right. Well, can we go, so Marty? Yeah, Murray? We can go, Murray. Yeah, well, make up your mind, but yes. <laughs> no, that's not it, Agus. What do you want? Well, I'm trying to find the theme. Oh, here oh, we go. Now we're going through the intro again. Marty. What's his oh. name? Punjab, I mean. Ah. Hang on. <laughs> Bloody hell. All right, hang on. Where's, where's, where's Murray? I had it. I heard it. I don't know. Is this it? I don't know. Getting numb, but nothing's up. No, I can't hear anything. All right. We'll just start. I'll, I'll um, put it in later. <laughs> That's what you say, but you don't. <laughs> All right. All right, this bloke, is, uh, he's turned up to the circus, and he said, I want to audition to be in the show. And the bloke said, all right, what, what can you do? He said, uh, I do a magical flying act. You've never seen anything like it. It's unbelievable. And he said, all right. So he's uh, he's uh, got right up the top of this big pole, and he's jumped off, and he's flapped his arms, and he's landed straight down in front of the bloke and broken his ankle. He said, okay, okay, that didn't go too well. But it was all right, eh? He said, well, I don't really think people want to see that. He said, all right, how about this? And he bigs out a big sledgehammer out of his suitcase. He says, hit me in the head with this sledgehammer. He said, I'm not going to hit you in the head with a sledgehammer. He said, hit me in the head with a sledgehammer. I am unbelievably strong. Hit me in the head with a sledgehammer. This is the greatest act you've ever seen in your life. The bloke said, mate, I'm not hitting you in the head with the bloody... He said, hit me in the head with the sledgehammer. You'll never see another dark day in showbiz. Trust me, this has been the turning point of your career. He's going, all right, are you sure? He said, yep, sweet as a bum, hands in the sledgehammer. And the bloke's wheelbag and smashed him right in the head with the sledgehammer, knocked him out, dead set cold, gone. And the ambulance have turned up and the bloke's crying. He says, he told me to do it. There's blood everywhere. He told me, he told me, did he? Did he, did he. And he's in a coma, lying there in a stumor on the ground, right? Yes. The ambos have whacked him in the back of the truck and they've taken him to hospital. The bloke's got in the truck with him and they've turned up in the ambulance to the hospital and they got in and he's up in his room and he's in a coma. And the bloke sat, felt so bad, the circus owner. He's just sat beside him. He sat beside him for four and a half months. Yes. He ate sandwiches from the cafeteria, water from the tap in the room, and sat beside him saying, oh, please come good, please come good. I'll never forgive myself. I can't believe I fell into you. What am I, an idiot? I can't believe I did that. Oh, I felt so shocking. And finally, four and a half months later, one eye fluttered. And one finger moved. He said, nurse, 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 he's coming good. And the nurses have all run in and the guy's opened but the other eye and, and he's looked at the fellow there beside the bed and he said, ta-da. <laughs> and now it's time the for way I found it there. I'll put the week. intro at the end. There you go. <clears throat> that was good. That was a really good one. Yeah. Now, how are you going with um, news of the week? Can you do that? I can do that. All right, here we go. All right, then. He is good, good. It's fabulous. It's gossip. Shut it's up. everything. It's news of the week. Of the week. And first up, Ken, this is the news of the week for Sons of Sunbury. And uh, the U.S. cops were on the scene of an attack at Hollywood Boulevard in California, which is famous, as you know, for celebrity impressions. And what happened was, you see, 
Hang on. Um, they, uh, they, these celebrity impersonators, they're all over the joint, and police are looking for Charlie Chaplin, who indecently assaulted a Marilyn Monroe. And the only witness was a Harpo Marx, and he's not talking. <laughs> and while we're on big stars, Lady Gaga is coming back to Australia. Gaga is so famous, even babies know her name. And at the other end of the fame scale, prospective buskers in Melbourne are having to audition in front of three Melbourne City Council employees before being allowed to perform. This is true. This proves the theory that everyone is an expert on two jobs, their own and show business. Yeah. After unsuccessfully striking the better conditions last week, nurses are starting a new industrial campaign. They're going to break into the health minister's house every two hours to wake him up and check his blood pressure and open his bedroom curtains at sunrise, then serve him cold toast. These bastards are merciless. <laughs> and teachers at a Geelong school threatened to walk out after their colleague was allowed to continue teaching after being seen in an adult movie, like in the film, not oh. in the cinema. The teachers say they do not want to work alongside the porn star, but there's no truth to the rumour. A few of them are happy to be behind him, in front of him, or on top, or underneath him. And finally... After the killing of their leader by U.S. forces, ISIS have sworn revenge. A New York Mafia member has told ISIS that an attack on his city will result in ISIS sleeping with the fishes. ISIS responded by saying they only do goats. <laughs> oh, beautiful. That's beautiful. They only do goats, Ken. All right. We're going, um, oh, we've got noise and everything. Yep. We're going back to part two now. All right. I've got noise like you wouldn't... Oh, there's plenty of things going on. Left, right, and center. But it's all right. We're good. It's okay. Now, I'm going to talk to you... Yes, Ken. That's good. Hang on. Wait, this is still great. I'm going to talk to you about but, a movie yes. that I found charming. Did you? Yes. I. Um, by the way, I went and saw Batman last week. The Batman. You told me that. Yes. Did you like it? Well, it's a hard, a hard film to, to say. It's very bleak and dark. They're all like that, though. Yeah, if you like that sort of thing, it's good. Who's playing Batman this time? Um, the the guy from the vampire movies, uh, Robert Pattinson. You know the guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. He, makes, yeah, he that... makes actually a good Batman, but not a very good um, um, Bruce Wayne. He, I mean, Bruce Wayne, he's like a, an emo Guy in right. Bruce Wayne doesn't wear a suit hardly ever. He just wears black shirt, has that fringe in front of his eyes, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. Brooding, a brooding look. A brooding. That's it. Brooding. Um, Bruce Wayne. Uh, yeah, okay. it, it was all right. It was all right. But the kids loved it, and they're you know around early twenties. So I think that's mm. what it's made for. Um, mm. But I think uh, for me, I give who it did a, the music? Danny Elfman again? No, I don't think he did. I don't think he, he did. He did a great job with the first one. Yeah, I don't think he did. Um, did he have the Batmobile? Well, that's a good question. He did have a car. But he, not the Batmobile. Not the Batmobile, but then halfway through it. Maybe he, it was a rental. <laughs> it might have been. Maybe maybe the Batmobile was getting fixed. It was in the shop. <laughs> yes. But in the end, he does get the Batmobile. Um, oh. And then, oh, let me tell you. The, <laughs> he win it on a game show or something. Well, I don't know where it. it came from, but he got it in the end. But he didn't have it at yeah, the start. That's showbiz. There's a car chase in it. Yes. With, with um, with the penguin. Ah. The penguin is played by Colin Farris. You know the beautiful Irish actor, oh, like handsome man, Farrell. Yes, Farrell, he was in it? the Farrell. Gentleman. Yes. Well, 
he doesn't look like that now in the Penguin. That's for sure. He's, he, he, oh. But the car chase was... Oh, by the way, just while we're on Penguins, yeah, I got some Penguins from down at Phillip Island and I thought I could keep them in my freezer. Yeah. Yes. It's, no. No, you can't. No. Pens are popsicle. Yeah. Um, Thanks. That made it better. That didn't make it better. The... No. Um, um, well, I thought in my head I could see the word, but it didn't come out. You missed way. the house. You missed the house. Put it in that one. I did put it in that one. You did not. Look, I look in the left. Okay. You did put one, but you should have put two. <laughs> you told him uh, not to. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Ken just said you told me not to. Who are you going to believe, Ken or me? Sophie's choice here. Yes. Um, okay. The noise, the the <clears throat> the car chase in Batman is so loud. Mm. I watched the whole thing with my fingers in the in my ears. It is. And you're deaf anyway. Yeah. Well, I wanted to protect what I had left. It is so so loud. Mm. And I think I've told you this before. The directors um, assign the volume to the movie, and they're not allowed to change it. So. Oh. Yeah. So when I I went and saw. Um, uh, Hellboy two with James when he when he was I don't know fourteen whatever, and yeah. we were the only two people in the cinema. It was mind blaring loud. It was so loud, and I asked the manager, you know, I said, "There's only two of us. Why have you got it so loud?" He said, "We're not allowed to touch it." But that seems insane. I know, but the movie that we're talking about today, as I said, absolutely gorgeous, delightful. Com- com- comedy romp. A lot of comedy romp. Yeah. Splash. Splash. Splash by Ron Howard, directed by Ron Howard. Oh, Splash. Yeah. Tom- I thought you said Flash. No, not Flash. That's a different movie. Yes, I know. Splash. Splash. With, uh, With Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah, gorgeous. And yeah. Tom Hanks. Yep. I'm telling you. Can act, you- that bloke, yeah. Can act. Yeah. And this is when he was. You know, basically, he's almost his first movie. I think it was mm. may have been his, his. Not sure if Big came first or Splash, but this movie has no filler. It's just from start to finish. Abs- it's absolutely perfect. It's one of the most perfect movies I've ever seen. And wow! I, I forgot about it. I forgot how good it was, and then I watched it the other day. And I think Tom Hanks's first movie, by the way, was The Man with One Red Shoe. <laughs> was it? Is that true? I think so. Yes, I believe so. Well, did Splash or Big come first? That's the big question. Uh, I don't know. I think Splash came before I Big. I think so. Because yeah. he wasn't really the star of it. She no. Was. No, that's right. And um, and he, he didn't, you know, he, I, d- I doubt very much he would have had top billing over this on this movie. Um, no. but, but he's fantastic in it. Really, you're lovable. You just love him. He's so nice. Now, tell me. How would you have reacted if I said this? Because Jenny Wanamani didn't like it. We went to the movies to see West Side Story. Yeah. And I'd had a couple of drinks just before we went in there. Yes. And we walked in. And you know how they had that row at the back for people in wheelchairs? Yeah. I said to the guy in the wheelchair, mate, can I see a ticket? That's actually my seat. <laughs> now, he didn't laugh. Well, he should have. I thought so. And Jenny, Jenny didn't, didn't laugh? laugh. No. No. Oh, I think she that's us- great. Usually, yeah, she usually uh, does chime in. But uh, no, she, she felt that was a bit a oh, bit of a worry. We've got to have a laugh. So then I sat there 
and and before we'd even got to the end of the jet song, I felt I needed to go and apologize to the guy. Because ah. she you know, she'd done the tutting and the sighing routine. Yeah. And so I I, <laughs> I walked back to the back of the theatre. And then I couldn't find him because he'd moved. What he'd actually done was he'd gone to the other side. Yes. It's a, on both sides, you can yes. be there. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Um, so I couldn't find him anywhere. But I didn't realize I couldn't find him anywhere because there was another guy there. And in the dark cinema, I couldn't tell that it was a different guy because, you know. Well, is it in a wheelchair too? Paraplegics all look alike to some degree. That's true. And... They do. Imagine a Chinese paraplegic. How would you identify that guy? That's right. Anyway, um, are we offending anybody yet? Anyhow, um, never, never worried. I apologised to him. I said, "Mate, I'm so sorry for before." Yeah. And he said, "It's okay, mate. It wasn't your fault." And he obviously had no idea what I was talking about, and then I had no idea what he was talking about, and then I went and sat down. And Jenny, you know, she was like, that was nice. And I did want to tell her that it was a complete fuck up and I hadn't done anything except confuse another paraplegic. Um, that's great. I love that that's, story. That's great. That's my West Side <clears throat> Story story. That's good. That was a good one. Story story. Yeah, I got that too. That's good. I liked it. It was off the cuff. Yeah. Uh, no more off the cuff. Just put them in the letterbox. You talk too much. We've got long to go because I'm going to smack this bloke in the head. We've got about 10 minutes, but I've got to tell you a couple of things. Um, All right, go on. Splash cost 11 million. Oh, yep, sorry. 11 million. We didn't talk much about Joe Jackson. Took 70 million box office. So that's great. That was a big movie for. That was. Actually, that's Ron Howard's first big direction um, for a movie. I'm almost certain of that. I've just bought a a Ron Howard book that I'm very excited to read. Um, Okay. Uh, now the other thing, because we haven't mentioned the sponsors yet, so let's. Um, what oh, about yes. what about the the picture that I got that I sent you, Tony Katz, furious that Tommy the musical, which mm. you very kindly gave Vicky and I tickets to go and see, mm. we can talk about that in a minute. But mm. Tony, Tommy, t- Tony, Tony, mm. furious that mm. on the poster it mm. says sponsored by Hillside Heating Cooling. Now, see, I didn't see that. I thought Tony had misread Tommy, that it was called Tony. No. That's that's why I sent it to you. And it's true. I don't know how, I, I don't know how this happened. Maybe it's an ad online that they, they just throw up. But it's true. It says it on the, on the poster. But doesn't he own Hillside Cooling? And yeah. Isn't that him? Yeah. Isn't that his thing? Yeah. But, All right, I've got the poster up that you just showed me. Yeah, now, now, now zoom in and you'll see it. This is down facing Charlie Zam. One night only. Oh, that's the Celtic. That's different. <laughs> it's coming soon to a theatre to you. Yeah, no, don't Fridays throw and Saturdays. Saturdays, military, Cecil College. Content, language, Tommy recommended for MSAC. MSAC? Can you see it? Cecil College. No. What are you reading? Are you looking at the reading photo it. I sent you? Yes. I can see it. Whereabouts? Oh, hang on. I'll have to pull it up now. Oh, I haven't got my phone. My... Oh, I do see it. Uh, Hillside Heating and Cool. Ah, it's there, isn't it? So, so hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> to my knowledge, As... he never gave them $150. No. No. But here's the thing. Does he own the name Hillside Heating and Cooling? 
Well, who else could it be? Well, that's the question I'm posing to you. Well, I don't if think this. You googled hillside heating and cooling. Yes. Is that his? Is that his logo? Yes. Apparently. Well... <laughs> what? So, hillside heating and cooling. What comes up? Book online air conditioning hillside. Is that him? Um, I don't know if that's him or not. But is there any spelling mistakes? <laughs> yes, and it's all in capitals. Um, hmm. yeah, but With that's no... interesting, isn't it? He he thinks it's him. But how could it be him? I don't know. It's... Unless, like I said, it's an online ad, and you know they've just used sold him. No, sponsored. No, sponsored by. Yeah, the show is sponsored by. It means they're hosting the opening night party. Their name is in the program. I don't remember him. They're everywhere, and it's it's quite an expensive venture. I didn't see him there. Sponsor a show. For example, Oryx, who sponsored, I don't know, Crazy For You, a show I did in yeah, Sydney. Yeah. They sponsored us for a year, yeah. and it cost them about $350,000. Yeah. Well, I don't think Tony's, you know, he's not a poor man. He could he could afford it, but I don't think that it's his, uh, his market. But why why would you sponsor Tommy? Of all shows. Well, he, he might have thought it said Tony. It is true. That's a possibility. You know, it more appropriately would have been the sound of music or something like that. <laughs> yes. No, least... get shorty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> better. Really that really good one. Yeah. Um, so, anyhow, well, I, if I remember, I'll put that up on the um, on the Facebook page for the viewers to have a look at. Um, so, anyhow, that's a lot about him. <laughs> so, let's but just... Yeah, it is, but it's more about, well, it wasn't really about him. It was about maybe not him. Now, there's another couple of things I've got to tell you. Number number one, yeah. we, better, we, we better say something about Sean. We, we, yeah. He feels he's not getting his money's worth, so I'll put his ad on in the background of him singing. Yeah. He says, Tony, all we do is talk about Tony. Oh, well, that's just nonsense. Well, we do. <laughs> yeah, well, Tony, Sean. I wouldn't say it's favourable. <laughs> Yeah, there you are, you see. We leave Sean alone. I mean, we're always talking about prawn. Uh, prawns. Where did that come from? Prawns. Prawns. You're losing it, man. We're always talking about balloons. 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 Balloon decor. That's my point. When I want a good balloon, not a cheap one, a good one, I always go to Sean O'Kelly's. Where would you go? Balloon decor at balloondecor.net. Is it? Yes. Dot net. Yeah, that's where I go. That's where I go when I'm balloons. Um, Well, if I want a balloon, yeah, I don't. I don't just go online. I go there. That's right. I go there. (laughs) I go there with a monkey, and I get the monkey to blow the balloon up. Because when the balloon pops, the party doesn't stop. Oh, there, there's their motto straight away. New motto, new, uh, new badge for their brand. There you go. Well done. We make balloons so big when our balloons pop. Everyone calls the cops. Excellent. Perfect. Look, these like are all it? things you're giving away for free. I don't think you should do any more. Well, no, he, he feels he's being, you know, undersold. Let's, yeah. let's give him some value added. Yeah. You know. Right. Okay. We'll keep going. Okay. Balloon decor. You'll see us when you see a balloon on the floor. <laughs> balloon decor. We love to fly our balloons in the sky. We'll bring them around. We'll tie them up with string. Go online or give us a ring. Balloon decor. Oh. We put the pop in your party. 
There we go. Sean O'Kelly, uh, that was for free. That could be your ringtone. Yeah. Now, or a why we got Punjab the there? Sends us. Yeah. Oh, yes. Maybe oh, I could put some here. Indian on, music. He's up a driveway, slamming <laughs> them into, you know, those letterboxes at a yes. block of flats. Yes. They're yeah, gold mine, those ones. Like yeah, you can put mine. about 50 in those. Yeah. They're great. Exactly. Um, all right. I'm going to play some Indian music. What? Coming, coming. What, what, what? I'm going to put some what? Indian music behind you. I want you to do uh, another ad for Balloon Decor, please. Make up a song. Ready? Mr. Murdoch. Yes. I'm Bangladeshi. Uh, yes. All right. Sitar music. Sitar music. Are you ready? Here we, we go. On three. One, two, three. Balloon Decor. If you want your balloons and you want them already filled with go up in the sky juice, and tied up with strings, then you need to go to Sean or Kelly at Balloon Decor. Anything you need or not need, see Sean Kelly at Balloon Decor and vote one punja. Oh, that's a beautiful ad. That's great. I like love that. that. That was fantastic. He's happy with that. Look, now, he's doing a little. Stop that. Stop that. Stop, stop that. that. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. You stop that. You stop it. It's your brand. Don't don't uh, give away your your trademarks, Bunny. Um, Marty, oh, guess what else happened? I got a call last week from one of our listeners, Andre the Giant. Ah. And guess what he said? I have no idea. He said, "I want to sponsor you boys." What does he do? Uh, that's what I said to him. <laughs> You've got nothing to sell. No, he nothing. said, I will give you an undisclosed amount of money, which is quite, oh. a, quite a good amount, Marty, if I may say so. I love undisclosed amounts. Yeah. If, he goes, if you have to play one of my songs off my album once a month. Yeah, that's, okay. that's a pretty good deal, Marty, I'm telling you. I'm How telling many you. albums has he sold? How many has he sold? Yes. Uh, he's gone tin. Not yes, gold. He's gone tin. No. Yes. He did get some success over in England with his album. It's called Squeeze Easy. Oh. And it's quite a good album. It's quite quirky. I'll give you that. It is quirky, yeah. but it's quite good. Recorded quirky at his right. own studio, which he um, had in the, in the days when no one had studios. He no. had a big studio okay. uh, up in Woodend. So I don't is, know. Is, That's something for you to think is, about. Is he the one that annoyed me or somebody He's else? the one that spilt, um, yes, kept pumping you on the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, everyone changes. Let's see. You know. All right. What do you think? I'll discuss the fee with you afterwards. Okay. You discuss it with me. All right. And, um, well, I've got to go because I'm tired and I've got to go and have my beauty coma. Yes. Um, but it's been lovely talking to you and Sons of Sunbury are back. Thank you very much for getting that machine fixed and, and I'll keep Punjab here for a while. Yes. Uh, but hopefully next week we can get back over there to Sunbury. I think we should, yeah, try and um, get together again. And next uh, week we should be back on board as normal. And thank you, Punjab, for repairing the computer. You did a sterling job. I can't turn it off, apparently. That's the note you left on me. Do not turn the computer off ever. I don't know what you've yes. done there. Yes. Is that I because you, it's not a registered version of Windows? No, I had to use the on-off button to hold the screen on. <laughs> okay. By the way, no one I know uses Windows 2000 anymore, but it, the computer's running. What can I say? I couldn't find 2000 Windows. <laughs> okay. 
All right. All right. Well, we'll see you next week, everybody. Have a lovely time. Goodbye, Punjab. Goodbye, Marty. Goodbye, Kenny. Goodbye, Marty. Goodbye, Pony. Goodbye, Oh, Kenny. and we'll play some Joe Jackson after this. Okay. Bye now.
This is been Sanjeev Sambri, a Queen Martin production, starring Ken Murdoch as Ken Murdoch, Marty Beard as Marty Beard, and myself, Punjab Ramadan, Patsomaki, and a number of other characters. We do appreciate you listening, and if you enjoy the podcast, please share it amongst your friends, word of mouth, or on the electric internet. Facebook page, Sons of Sunbury, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you again to our sponsors, Balloon Decor and Hillside Air Conditioning. Without whose support, we could probably pretty much do it. I mean, that's crazy. We have a box open by a lot of puffer lumps. Have a wonderful life, a wonderful week, and we'll see you next week.